listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Charles Watch for Zombies, Mondo, and Tommy B. and thanks for joining us on the 269th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we'll be discussing yet another 2022 release, Wendell and Wild. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. Um, Wendell and Wild is streaming on Netflix, so check that out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Whoa, handled like a true pro, Carly. I didn't <laughs> update those notes. I was like, that's not right. So proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. No Ron Burgundy here. <laughs> but before we jump into today's film, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Cocaine Bear. With a February 24th release date, it's directed by Ms. Elizabeth Banks and written by Jimmy Warden. The IMDb summary is an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. Based on a true story. (laughs) (laughs) I remember talking about this before. Yes. We we mentioned it on the show before, haven't we? We definitely have. I feel like we, we came across this when we were talking about Jimmy Warden or something. He I did, think... He did other I, movies. Yeah, I think I heard about this because I was like, oh my God, that sounds completely ridiculous because I feel like I heard about it over the pandemic. Yeah. Um, And because it was like a story and then they were... Like, yeah, we're making a movie out of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, highly anticipated. But I probably won't see it because I know that it's going to end in a bear murder, probably. So I'm going to have to have you lovely people tell me if it's a yay or nay. You're going to need to go on doesthedogdie.com to find out what triggers are going to happen. It's true. Um, Or Justin Lore will see it first and let me know. I mean, you can pretty much count on it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. He's very reliable like that. Yes, he's the best. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest. This isn't my thing. Like, I I think it's funny. Like, it looks like there's lots of people in it. It's just these types of movies just don't really interest me, to be honest. I don't know why. I, I just it's goof. It's a little too goofy. And it's so goofy. But I, I don't know. I don't. It's definitely not one that I'm going to run to my theater to see. <laughs> right. But I'm curious as to what the reaction towards it is going to be, you know? Yeah. I mean, I asked Tony if he wanted to watch Cocaine Bear, and his response was an overwhelming yes. Absolutely, <laughs> I want to watch Cocaine Bear the second it's available to watch. So, I mean, there is an audience for sure. Amazing. I, would Amazing. I watch it? Yes. Would I be excited about it? Probably not. Probably not. No. But I'm, I'm stoked curious. to see Elizabeth Banks directing. That's sweet. Yeah, same. 
I'm it'll all be in, interesting. I'm, I'm all in for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the rest of it, I, it, it's the bear is very CGI. So that's not my favorite thing. Um, Imagine if they had to, they were like, no, we're going to use a real bear. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Snorting cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just looks, it just looks it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure it does. Um, but I mean, it, it, I did have to put in my birthday for the trailer. So that's saying something for sure. It's going to be gory and ridiculous. Yeah, it'll definitely be gory. I mean, the yeah. trailer's gory, so I could only imagine. Yeah. Uh, eh, 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 yeah. So there you go. Cocaine Bear, it exists, coming to a screen near you on February 24th. My voice is so deep. Do you hear it? Do you hear I her feel, sexy voice? I feel like I have like the sexy, Del- sexy Delilah voice. You do have the sexy Delilah voice. <laughs> Delilah. So my apologies in advance. I know we're late getting this recorded. Um, I came down with the flu and had total laryngitis for almost a week. She literally could not speak. Like, (laughs) like it was squeaky voice. It was like you could not. And you heard squeaky voice. There were like two days where I had zero nothing, like like barely a whisper. It would have been a crazy podcast. It was was me like. It was in fear. I've never, like, I don't feel like I'm a big talker, but I yeah. hated it. I hated not being able to talk. And Tony kept joking about how much he loved it. Or maybe he wasn't joking and he really <laughs> did love it. But, um, Tony. Yeah. So this is like, this is the first day where I feel like I have my voice pretty much back. But yeah, it is a little, it's a little bit deeper. It's a little sexy. <laughs> a little sexier than usual. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm but I mean, you can hear me. You can understand me. So those are all yeah. exciting things. I am sipping ginger ale, though, because coughing will happen. So deal. It's all good. It's all good. Um, all right. Are you ready to jump into this? I mean, as we much have as- to. So let's yeah. do it. Okay. So we're talking about Wendell and Wild from 2022, written and directed by Henry Selick, who also did Coraline, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and James and the Giant Peach, also written by Jordan Peele, based on the novel by Clay McLeod Chapman. Uh, the IMDb summary is, two scheming demon brothers, Wendell and Wild, enlist the aid of 13-year-old Cat Elliot to summon them to the land of the living. Question. Yeah. Is that what this is about? New. Okay. I mean, I didn't know. That's a, that's a it's a minor plot point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like an oversimplification of one small portion of what this movie's about. But right? the uh, but the alternative to that is writing an essay because this movie is way too complicated. Agreed. Way too complicated. Why yes. is it so fucking complicated? I don't know. There are a billion storylines going every which way. There's things being mentioned that don't make any sense to me because they're not explained. Like supernatural things that they just say and we're just supposed to be like, oh, okay, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of that. I was like, they really, really, really needed to edit, edit, edit this script. Um, and it's kind it of too much. disappointing. And then I was looking up Clay McLeod Chapman and trying to find a novel by Clay McLeod Chaplin about Chapman about this movie um can't find one cannot 
Oh. So I'm not doubting that one exists, but it's not on Goodreads. (laughs) (laughs) Which you would think it would because like literally everything's on Goodreads that exists. Yeah. That's interesting. So I don't know if they made a novel about this after or something and maybe hasn't been released yet. In any case, I can't find a book about this. And I was thinking, oh, well, maybe the book makes more sense. Like there's more time to explain things because that happens a lot when you're making a book into a movie. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, we know we know Henry Selleck. Henry Selleck is like makes the most beautiful animated films, stop mm-hmm. motion animated films, in existence. The the most beautiful ones in existence, he made them, right? Yes. So, obviously, this is going to look amazing, and it absolutely does. It and does. Is it worth watching for the animation alone? I probably would say yes, because it's just so fucking beautiful. But the plot doesn't make any sense. It's boring. It's scattered. It's it's just, it's not focused enough. I fell asleep a lot watching this movie. And I couldn't, I like when I would come, like usually when I'm watching a movie, if I fall asleep, I can just go back to the part that I fell asleep at and like continue watching it. Yeah. I had to like rewatch a lot of it because yeah. I, I, and I still didn't, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my brain can't handle it. <laughs> my brain's been handling a lot lately. Yeah. So I don't know if I just couldn't follow no, it's it not, because. It's not, no, that's not why. <laughs> that's not why. I feel okay. like I, I could take an entire college course on t- to try and understand this movie because it's just all over the fucking place. Yeah. It doesn't, it's, a, it's, n- I, I was getting so, f- it's frustrating to watch, really, because yeah. it's, it's so unfocused and all over the place. Um, I don't know why. Is it there's too many characters, too many storylines? Mm-hmm. Like there's an A B C D E F G, you know, kind of story happening here, and we don't really get any complete stories except for like one. So no, it's it- like they just they start they start a story. Mm-hmm. They don't give you any background. Like, just let's take Wendell and Wilde, for example. They're demons. Their dad is the head of this demon world. It's kind of like hell, I'm guessing. People are getting punished in this sort of... I just kept thinking I was in Oogie Boogie's lair. Yeah, it looks a little bit like Oogie Boogie's lair. He's a big demon. He's got this fair with all these amusement park rides that basically are torturing people. And then he has his sons, Wendell and Wilde, that are, their job is to put hair on his head with this special magic cream. But we don't know why they're doing that. We know they no. did something that upset him and, and that they've been banished to do this job for all eternity. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. But like, Why? You know, this movie is called Wendell and Wild, but it's not really about them at all. You know, they're just kind of like side characters. Yeah, I I don't get it. I feel like we're I feel like there's like 20 different characters and we all were like jumping in in random parts of their story. Yes. And so we never really get a complete picture of what's happening or why anything's happening and yeah, like what's going on with this nun and her what is and with the, the nun and the janitor guy like what is their story they collect demons and 
she helps him and also what is a hell maiden i still don't know <laughs> what's what the, cat is and i thought what's it was the thing what, on the what, hand i don't know I, I don't know i don't know any of it <laughs> They don't explain it. They no. kind of show it working, like, so you can kind of see what it does. Kind but of. I don't, but I don't really know. I don't really no. understand. Bears above? No idea what bears oh above God. really is. What is bears above? Also, I hate saying bears above. And I'd like Me to too. never say it again. Okay. I'm good with you never saying it again. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> the I don't know. The only part of the story I liked was Kat and her parents. That was the only part of the story I liked. That was the only part of the story I really cared about. Kat going to the school was interesting. I mean, it's a really interesting idea. There's just too many other ideas shoved in there for some reason. I think um, maybe this would have benefited from being a a series, not a a movie. Absolutely. Or just maybe focusing on what we assume at least i assumed it was going to be focusing on cat and her grieving process and the family yeah. and at, like her wanting to bring them back that makes sense to me everything else is just i felt like part of it was stolen from casper with like the the woman and the man trying to like open their prison i was like what is happening yeah it got really complicated with the whole prison thing like i I understand like the social social commentary conversation they're Mm -hmm. trying to have with this movie but it comes out of nowhere and it doesn't really lend itself to the rest of the story that much no it's it 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 just makes it even more confused I i appreciate a lot of what this is trying to do it just it lacks focus Mm-hmm. And because it lacks focus, it's not saying anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for real. It, it kind of feels like, oh, let's throw this discussion on, you know, companies and how they ruin, you know, communities in this story about mm-hmm. a young woman dealing with her grief. It's like a, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's too much. Like, what are you doing? Why, are, why do we need all of this? Yeah. Pick a thing. Pick a yes. thing and stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's unfortunate because it does look amazing. It looks so good. It's beautiful. I love I love when you're watching um the title scroll at the end and or the end credits and you see all the puppeteers. I'm like, yes, that's like <laughs> when you know that you're like with what that you've watched a solid motion picture. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> or a stop motion movie. I mean, they obviously dumped a bunch of money in this. It's it's yeah. it's kind of baffling that this script is like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Jordan Peele had such a heavy hand in it is also like it's just it I want to know what happened. And I kept trying to find information about you know, there was issues with this or there was issues with that. Like we usually see in movies that have this type of problem because yeah. we have a lot of talented hands on deck here. I don't under like who, whose idea was it to run with this version of the script? You know, I feel like when you're so in it, maybe you, it's hard to like take a step back and edit yourself you know yeah. and i feel like that's what happened here like they're like the story makes a lot of sense in your head mm-hmm. 
So you don't realize there's a whole laundry list of things you forgot to explain. Exactly, because you are kind of like, especially when you're in like a team and you're like, yeah, this is great. Like, oh, yeah, throw this in. But then and so, you know, you know where it's supposed to be going, but then the audience is completely lost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes that happens with like in Jordan Peele's movies that I've seen where I'm like, this could have done with a little bit of editing or, you know, like I feel like something happens where I'm not in on the whole story. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what kind of happened here, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're not in on it. Mm -hmm. We're not whatever was in the head when they wrote this is not on the paper. Yeah. It's not in the movie. No. There's a lot of questions, and it's kind of boring, to be honest. It's for really most boring. Of it. Yeah. I will say the music's cool. The design is cool. Definitely worth checking out at least some of it, because some of the animation is just phenomenal. I'd say it's but, like a, it's good to like maybe have on in the background. Don't feel sure. like you need to pay attention to it a hundred percent of the time because you're not. It's just no not, matter what you're not going to exactly. Get yeah, agreed, agreed. Which is it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it is. But I think a lot of I mean, Coraline is a fairly complicated story, but it's also not. You know, it's one story. Yeah, you know that one was also Nightmare written before Christmas. Coraline was also, it's also super by, simple. by Neil. Uh, yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> I feel like the script is where this is really hurting. I know. I'm just trying to figure out like it's it's not like Henry Selick has this problem with a lot of his films. Yeah. Like for the most part, his stories are fairly simple. It's um, and Jordan Peele. I mean, I, I think that 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 you're th- you're right some of his movies maybe aren't as and really just one of his movies in my opinion yeah same is is leaving a lot of information out mm-hmm. that i need i didn't have that problem with nope i didn't have that movie problem with get yeah, out me either but yeah us does have that issue yeah i don't know maybe they rushed it through maybe they were rushing it through that's kind of what i, I would know. assume I, I feel like it must be easier to make this pro- mistake on, like, a live-action film, though. Like, making this mistake on an animated film is such a commitment to an error. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but maybe that's kind of the thing. Like, they couldn't change it once you get to a certain yeah. point because, like, you can't just reshoot. I mean, you could, but it yeah. caught, like, the money that that would cost would be insane. That's true. But this couldn't have been a cheap movie. No. It's long. It's it is long. It's like almost two hours I'm, long. Let's see what it says it costs. I'm just curious. God, that that freaking glowing green skull face, even though it makes no sense, looks really cool. It does. It looks really, really cool. And the whole shadow puppet thing in it. I love the shadow puppet it's thing. It's always a good move. I I loved it in Candyman too. I don't yeah. care. I'll take good shadow puppet any day. <laughs> It's creepy and it looks cool. It's true. I'm into it. Oh, I don't even know where they keep the funding details anymore. They change Let's it see. every time. I know they move it on the freaking thing. I actually thing don't and I think it has it, it for this because usually it's under it. details. No. 
Yeah, it's not under details. Interesting. It's in this movie, like, not no one talks about Mm-mm. it really for how, like, I mean, with Jordan Peele being attached to, with these big names, the fact that no one's talking about it is strange, right? It came out like right before Halloween and it just kind of appeared on Netflix. No one talked about it. They didn't do marketing for it. So it must have just been like, well, they paid for it. We have to release it. That's kind of what it I think feels they- like. I feel like whenever there is something big name related and you don't hear from it, it's because it's not the best, right? <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, they don't want to pour more money into it. Oh, oh well, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it had a lot of promise. And honestly, if they made this into a series, I'd be all in. I I would still watch it. Absolutely. I'd be. I'd, they'd have to start from the beginning. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's it would be it would it could make for a cool mini series yeah. or a good series, TV series. Yeah, agreed. Plus, I love Key and Peele. There's a great cast here, too. The acting's great. Oh, well. A lot of promise, not a lot of follow-through, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Also, like, they've read my- <laughs> I think the part where I really just threw my hands in the air and gave up all hope for understanding anything in this movie is when they're like, oh, the blood bind part take her into the redemption chamber what the fuck is a redemption chamber what is that (laughs) what is a redemption chamber i still don't know what it does and i was there watching it (laughs) i got literally nothing (laughs) i got nothing out of that except for the cool shadow puppet scene but still what is a redemption chamber? i still don't know someone tell me please no i got nothing no all right I give up. That's, That's it. it. That's all I That's, got. That is all I don't we know what have. Else to say about this it's movie. beautiful. It's, it is absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's got some interesting and and good ideas. It just we are they're all all over the place. It's a big fart fest yeah. of a script. That's right. I like it. I called it a fart fest. I like it. You're welcome. <laughs> See, this is what I, even if we were doing two movies, I don't feel like we would be hitting the hour mark this week. It's just one of those movies. It's true. It is one of those movies. Oh my gosh, it I just looked, it, it was it was seven years of development, because I'm trying to find the budget for it. Holy shit. Yeah, it, it looks like, I'm literally just reading headlines, by the way, um, okay. struggles of the Hell Maiden. So I feel like it it did... There were some struggles to get it out, obviously. For sure. <laughs> Sounds like. Yeah. So I mean, it's apparent. You feel it. Yeah. Whatever pain they were going through to get this movie made, I feel every second of yeah. it. Watching yes. it. Yes. It's not a good thing. New. It's not a good not thing. at all. Oh, man. Not at all. All right. Well, that's Wendell and Wild. How, how are you doing over there, Carly, in La La Land? I'm tired. I think I say that every time <laughs> that we have this conversation. <laughs> You're always tired i took a nap today because i took off um yeah and it was glorious i took like three naps they were like little ones um (laughs) (laughs) it was wonderful um oh panda express uh has Mm -hmm. um beyond chicken and today they were doing buy one get one so if you buy a beyond chicken orange chicken bowl you get another bowl for free and so i was like oh my goodness i'm not gonna not do that 
so I did it. So now I, ha- I had a delicious dinner and I have lunch for tomorrow, <laughs> which I'm really excited there you about. Go. There you go. Did you get two orange chickens or did you get a different Oh, thing? I got two orange chickens. I don't think okay. they have any other protein that's like veg friendly uh, other than the orange chicken. Yeah, but they the sauce is the the orange sauce is the only option. I know it's so good. They wouldn't do like a like a, a sesame or a no. general sauce or something. To be fair, I didn't ask because the orange chicken is like delicious, you know. And like wow. if you go to Panda <laughs> Express, that's what you're gonna go for probably. I mean, I've literally never had. Oh my gosh! I've had Panda Express once, and it was before they had Beyond Chicken, so I definitely did not have yeah. chicken there. I have, and I didn't care for it. So that's fair because I think the panda, the be or the orange chicken is like the best thing that they do there. Um, sure. I prior to them getting Beyond Chicken, I don't think I've had I'd had it in like over ten years because they didn't have any veggie options. So wow, yeah. I was well. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Chinese food in Southern California. Is not no, great. No, it's in not. my opinion. Um, but Panda Express is still like the last place I usually want to go. But maybe I'll try it if you, you know, like it so much. It's tasty, especially when it's yeah. fresh. Yeah. Um, See, that's weird because Chinese food is always best next day, in my opinion. Growing up, eat when I ate actual chicken and there was like, sesame chicken leftovers in the fridge the next day i'd eat that shit cold for breakfast oh that was my favorite i no you're not a fan of that no i always ate it like i mean i would have leftovers but my favorite was just to eat it fresh because i Mm. I also would always get like the general i never know how to say is it general General yeah that the tofu and it was always just so crispy and good when it was fresh yeah, but there's like something that happens when it's cold where it has like a special chew mouthfeel to it that's mm. very fun. Mm. And I like that. I feel like Laura like Gilmore would agree with me. Well, you know. Because they are big on on Gilmore Girls. They are big on ordering too much Chinese food. Yes. And eating it throughout the week. Yes. I love that about them. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. Well, I went away. You did. For the holiday. And the second I landed, I was visiting family. And the second I landed, I was like, hmm, I feel a little off. That plane ride, maybe, was the plane ride. And I like got to my sister's house and I had a glass of wine. And I was like, having a good time. And I was like, my throat feels weird. I should probably stop drinking wine. You know, I switched to water and I'm like, my throat really hurts. My sister's like, oh, it's just really dry here. And I'm like, maybe, but this feels like a diff, it like really hurts. It's not like, oh, my mouth is dry. My throat's dry. It hurts. Right. It like, it's like pain, you know? And then lo and behold, it got progressively worse. Mm. Yeah. Just full blown flu. And there's nothing like being sick the entire time you're on vacation. <laughs> Especially like when it happens day of. Oh, it was really not great. I mean, I made it work. 
you know? Yeah. I just drugged myself up and hung out with my family. <laughs> Over the counter meds, you know, not like drug drugs, <laughs> just saying. And, um, you know, I made it work, but I was looking so forward to it. And I was just like exhausted and not feeling good the whole time. So it's not fun, Could you but. at least, because this was over like Thanksgiving, could yeah. you at least eat the yummy food and oh, like yeah. taste it? Yeah, okay. I never lost my appetite okay, that's good. at any point in time. Good, good, good. Um, and I helped cook and everything. I just, honestly, I just took like Sudafed and ibuprofen mm-hmm. and just fucking powered through that shit. Nice. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out. I was able to pull through. <laughs> but it's awful. I'm so proud of you. And then, you know, now I'm still kind of dealing with it, but I'm feeling better. So, yeah. I need like a real vacation. You know, every time I feel like I'm going to get one, like something shitty happens. Yeah. <laughs> the universe, man. It's pissed off. It is. It is. Oh. <sighs> But and so because of that, because I was sick, I didn't get to see the menu in theaters. It should still be in theaters. I know, but I'm trying to think of when I'm going out of town this weekend. I I don't even think I'll be able to see it this weekend. So I'm just like really not sure when I'm going to be able to watch this movie. Go off to work one day. I know you prefer (laughs) like early matinees. No, yeah. It's hard for me to do anything after work. Yeah. To be honest. Go early. Don't you get don't off early that. on Fridays? Yeah, Fridays would work like next Friday. Yeah. If it's still in theaters next weekend, I can go. Do it. See it. All right. Well, hopefully it is. Is it doing well? Do we know? I've heard good things. I don't know if I've seen what <coughs> how box office is doing, but it's still playing on all the theaters that I looked at this weekend. All right. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. It's still there. Oh, man. I can't believe they're making a new Indiana Jones. That's a thing. I think it's the last one. But they keep saying that, so. <laughs> they always say I that. I think it's just like, will Harrison Ford come back? If so, then there'll be another one. If not, then there won't be, you know? <laughs> I can't believe he's like, have you seen that man in IRL? <laughs> uh, n- no. But he looks great on film. I watched the trailer. He looks great. On film, he looks great. Yeah. But like... I remember seeing him at an awards show thinking, is he going to make it through the end of the year? <laughs> oh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Man looks well. Old. Maybe he bulked up for uh, for Indy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he looks great in this still I'm looking at. He looks great in this poster. Yeah. yeah. But the movie magic. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be that movie magic. All right. I don't, I don't, it's just going to be a short episode this week, guys. It's a short one. Let me tell you what we're watching next week. Yes, please. We are going to be watching Watcher, which is currently streaming on Shudder. So Watcher with Micah Monroe. So check that out. Uh, Yes, not that Netflix thing that came out. Correct. Um, The Watcher that came out this year. Mm -hmm. Cool. So join us next week. They both came out this year, but the, the... specifically the shutter one not the netflix one yes the shutter one yes if micah monroe isn't in it you're watching the wrong movie you're watching the wrong one yeah. well i think the other one's a show isn't it i have no idea oh yes do you it not is a know show. what i'm talking about it's the netflix one. Oh. yeah i do yeah I never okay yeah don't watch that <laughs> i mean you can just not 
We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I've heard that it's not great. I It didn't feed my interest at all. But we did see the Shutter Watcher mm-hmm. so, in theaters together. Yeah. So I'm excited to revisit and to like have an official conversation about Me it. too. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to go cough off the microphone for the rest of the evening. Sounds good. <laughs> Unt- until next week when we're watching Watcher, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. 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 Voice not quite.